Another special edition of NBL Now coming your way. Been one of the stories of the season, probably the story of the season, and he's a special hawk talk edition of NBL Now, celebrating the, the remarkable turnaround of the Illawarra Hawks. They were rudderless, they were dead last, they had a coach out the door, all the way to a potential top four spot and having clinched the finals. It's been quite the season in the Sandpit. Joel Peterson with you, along with a man who's been shaking his hockey pom-poms all year, an NBL champion with Illawarra, Damon Lowry. Damon, it's been quite the season in, in Wollongong. JP, man. Normally we get together on a Tuesday to chop it up, but this is a special occasion. This is the Hawk Hour, ladies and gentlemen. And it is everything about the Hawks. I'm still on a high. I can't wait to get into it, man. I reckon we could go for an hour. There is the it's a, it's a it's a really rich uh, a rich story that we can tap into. Um, so three wins last year under under Jacob Jacomas. This year they start two and seven. Um, they have some big losses. They their, their rotation's all out of whack. And then they make the call to, to put Justin Tatum in as the man. Since then, they've gone 12-6. and six. They've, they've locked in a playoff berth. Um, it's been a remarkable turnaround. Phenomenal. It's, it, is, it is actually the stuff of a documentary, like a sports center 30 for 30 from where this team has come from. What Justin Tatum's done can never, ever be understated. Like You, you can't speak highly enough of his, his, um, his leadership. But as with, as with that leadership, I got to give the credit to a lot of it to the players. These are the same guys, Joe, that we had a crack at. I had a serious crack at these dudes for how they was performing under the last regime, under the Jake Comis administration. Now they're in the Tatum administration, and these same guys have decided to buy in. They follow in this guy. Like I said earlier, a leader ain't a leader without followers. So these guys have decided to follow Justin Tatum, and man, he has got these guys primed in a stranglehold on the top four. What do you think his the difference that he's made day to day in that building is? I think is his is his essence. Like we talking about a personality. Some people just gravitate towards some people. Jake, Justin Tatum has a way about him. I've never met him, but guess what? I'm stalking you on the awards night, Justin, and you don't know this yet, but me and you taking a selfie. But he has an essence about him, Joe, that is, is, I can see how Gary Clark could say he's father-like. He just has a down-home, um, no nonsense, no, no thrills, just straight to the chase, but in a real homely kind of way, if you know what I mean, just can relate to guys. You know, he walks in. He's like a former player himself. He looked like he could probably still grab a couple rebounds and set some picks. But, yeah, the guys really relate to him. He's relatable is what I'm trying to say. And I think from the imports down to the Aussies, down to the Koreans, down to the indigenous dudes, everybody can relate to Justin Tatum. And and to pick that team up from where they were as well. Quite often we see this, and we you know we saw it with a team like Brisbane last year that makes a change and they kind of coast through the season and and don't pick things up. We've seen Adelaide pick things up this year, but for them to get things together in the manner in which they did from a two and seven start, um, it's it's a credit to him. It's a credit to the whole organisation. But it's just something you don't see that often with a team that is essentially bad enough to make a change at that point of the year. Yeah. And you know what? And just to throw out another dog analogy, which I like to do from time to time, you know that that rescue dog that's just been 
not treated right, hasn't been walked enough, hasn't been spoken to nicely enough, just hasn't really had the buy-in from his owner. You now come in and rescue that dog. That dog is scared. He don't know if he can trust you or not. You got to make this dog believe that you got his best interest at heart. And I've heard multiple Hawk players say that Justin Tatum has restored a belief in each and every individual on that team. That is saying something. So once you get all these little rescue dogs together, believing that they're lions, anything can happen, man. Once they get into the finals, man, it is a clean slate. And they are coming in with the most confidence of any team in the sixth. Liam Santa Maria said this morning on our, our regular edition of NBL Now that he will win Coach of the Year, especially if they finish top four. I think a lot of people have sort of come around to that. Chase Buford last night, the two-time Sydney Kings championship winning coach, tweeted that he, you know, it's basically sewn up. And with all due respect to Dean Vickerman, that Justin Tatum should be the coach of the year. Um, one one noticeable thing when you watch or you call Illawarra games, and, and Alan Williams remarked on this in commentary last night too, is the way that he constantly talks to his players. It's the most notable thing that, that has stood out to me in the way that things have changed is he's constantly encouraging, directing them when they're out there on the floor. How valuable do you think that's been, him able to, to make his presence felt when his players are out there doing what they need to do? That's huge. And a lot of coaches just trust the fact that their players are going to do what they say. Like, I told you to do it. How come you didn't do it? And then other coaches might just yell and bark from the sideline about what you didn't do. Whereas Justin Tatum has a style, and it looks like this is from his high school coaching days, his AAU coaching days, when you got to grab a young 17 or 18-year-old, put your arm around him, and say, hey, man, we okay. Just make sure, you know, don't forget to do this. I saw one time out that – that Bawali Bales actually put his arm around Justin Tatum. I thought, damn, like these dudes love this guy. And like, it's, it's, it's not common for coaches to, to treat their players like this or to um, communicate with their players like this. Yeah, they might do it in the locker room or in training, but every minute of the game, these players feel that Justin is riding shotgun with them. It is, it's, it's so great to watch. I'm telling you, Joe, I'm so excited, man. If I fell out of this hawk's nest, I would break every bone in my body. I think at the moment you'd just be invincible with, uh, with the way the Hawks have got you feeling. Um, in terms of some of the individuals, I mean, there's there's guys that have turned around seasons. There's there's guys that have um that have you know just just blossomed into to different kind of players. One of the big factors has been Gary Clark, who early on in the season was a little bit here nor there and and having the odd good game. I mean, he's turned into a legitimate star of the competition, a go-to man. And in doing that, Justin Tatum's been able to get Tyler Harvey and, and Justin Robinson to accept slightly different roles and sort of say, righto, Gary's the man. We will focus on him. But you guys, we still need you when it counts. Justin Tatum did a phenomenal job with that. He said the way we're going to win, because don't forget, he was sitting there while they were two and seven. And he was watching and he was going, I think our strengths are our interior. And we know what Tyler Harvey is as a scorer, but you just had to kind of massage it a little bit, let him mature and let him pick his spots. So he says, this is how we're going to win, fellas, through Sam Froling and through Gary Clark. Gary Clark can score from all three levels. Sam got maybe one and a half levels, but between the two of them, they got about four and a half to five levels. And then when you couple that with Tyler Harvey's just pathological ability to score the ball, 
Now you've got something. You got some discipline. You got some structure. And everybody's like this. Hey, this, this makes sense. We can work within this framework. He sold it. They bought it. And now that's their recipe. Perth has a recipe for success. Bryce Cotton. Melbourne United got a recipe. Defense. Everybody buys in. The Tasmania Jack Jumpers the same. All the good teams have a formula. The Hawks now are one of those teams that has a rock solid formula of winning. Yeah, the, the Sam Froling shout out's a good one. He's really sort of blossomed as the, the leader of that group and the, the grown man inside. The other thing that he's done is bring younger guys on as well. And, and, you know, again, full credit to these players, but I think the best case of that is what Davo Hickey's done in the last little while. I mean, this is a guy who was playing very limited minutes. And he's making massive plays like he did again last night in, in big-time moments in these games. Dave O'Hickey, man, wow. What can you say about this guy? Now, he's always been a high-energy kind of guy. Didn't have a whole lot of maybe direction, but you can see his raw talent. What Justin Tatum has done is came in and reinforced and, and established the belief in Dave Now, last year, the year before, Dave was kind of guy that might just jump in there do some wild stuff from time to time, show off some athleticism, turn the ball over, never quite, you know what I mean, knew where he was headed, where where his place was in the hierarchy within the team. Now Davo knows. Justin Tatum says, I not only love what you bring, I trust what you bring, and I'm going to give you the opportunity to bring it on a regular basis. You're not, you're not going to have to sit at the end of the bench and wonder when it's going to be your turn. Don't worry, be ready. And Davo has, has rewarded him in spades. He's got the best attitude. My mate Eric Hayes saw him back in Ballarat years and years ago and told me about this dude. And I'm finally seeing what he was talking about. And now that you got the right leadership, Davo is establishing himself as a major player in this league. Yeah, HJ Lee's come on during the season. Lockie Albrecht, they've got they've got a lot of talent there and they've been able to harness that. You know the Illawarra community and the, the Wollongong community really well. The whole region, it sort of gravitates toward the Hawks. They've had great crowds this year, which has been a really noticeable factor. What do you think the, the turnaround and the success they're now having would mean to this community? A town like that, it how can I put this into words? Because I, I, I lived there for four four years. I felt it. I felt it. Three professional teams in that town. St. George of the Dragons in rugby league. We had the Wolves in the soccer and the Hawks. And this town is a battling town. And I say that with all the respect in the world. We don't care about your shiny, fluffy stuff. We kind of like it grimy and gritty, but you got to work hard. Wollongong supporters, they show up to games. And they expect you to just work hard and bleed. That's it. You ain't got to be prancing around. And, you know, you ain't got to be the highest paid in the world, nothing like that. But if you just give your heart and soul, that town will give their heart and soul back to you. I've seen it. I've felt it. And it is just not Wollongong, Joe. It's the region. It's Illawarra. It's everybody around it. It's Dapto. It's Bulleye. It's, it's Port Kimbler. It's, you know what I mean? It's just so many little places around it. And it's the entire region gets behind this team. And I'm telling you, man, walking down Crown Street Mall or going to the Steelers, I'm telling you, they would have had to kick me out of the Steelers Club last night. It would have got out of hand. But this whole town would embrace these dudes and they would be like heroes in that city. Yeah, it's it's something that I think if you've grown up in a big city like a Melbourne or a Sydney, I, I don't know that you can fully understand what what this kind of team means to a, you know, be it a, a regional town or a, a, a sort of a larger 
quote unquote regional town like a like a Wollongong that isn't one of the big cities but but has its own identity and the people feel that so strongly. It's it's you've put it into uh, into some great words and some great colour there, um, Damon. Now the, the next order of business for the Hawks, quite aside from the playoffs, they've got Melbourne United on Sunday at John Kane Arena. When are they going to re-sign this man? Because to me, it seems like now would be the perfect time to do it. You're riding the wave to the playoff. We know that it's been a foregone conclusion for however long that he will get the job, and it's just about maybe some manana that they've got to sort out. Um, w- would you do it now, ideally? About seven weeks ago, Joe, I held up the fist and went, hold, let's just wait till the end of the season. That's what I said back then. Now, <laughs> as the... Self-proclaimed, unofficial spokesperson of Delaware Hawks, I am now given my full permission to unleash the hounds. Go to that man's house. I've already texted Matt Campbell. He ain't answered my phone calls and texts this morning. He's probably still, you know, doing all his little GM duties and celebrating. But right now is the time. Three-year deal with an option at the end of it. Give that man his paperwork right now. He's the coach of the year, unequivocal. And what coach of the year doesn't have a three-year job at minimum, you know, before the season finishes? So absolutely, it is now time. Justin's going to take it in his stride. The team, they're very focused. He knows all we had to do is just put in the work and the rewards will come. And now it's time to sign this man. So they'll finish fourth or fifth, depending on how things shake out this weekend. Can they do some damage in the finals? They, yes, they can. They've already proven it. They can go on the road and win. They go to New Zealand and win. They go to Perth and win. They can win on the road. That's the main thing. Coming top four is obviously a huge advantage. You want a home court advantage if you can, but they've already proven it don't matter where they play. They've gone to Sydney and won twice. So they got the formula. Their defense will travel. Their enthusiasm, man, they... From 1 to 11, you see them dudes on the sideline, man, on the bench. They got energy like it's March Madness and it's the Final Four. That's how their energy is. That goes everywhere. So right now, they can win the entire thing. Obviously, you need a little bit of luck as well. Everybody else, Tassie's playing well. United's playing well. Perth is still dangerous. Who knows who's going to be sixth and fifth? Oh, New Zealand, they're clearly a threat. But it is anybody's game, and the Hawks are in it to win it. Absolutely. It's been, uh, it's just been such a, a great thing to watch unfold throughout the course of the season. It's breathed life back into that, into that franchise, quite frankly. And, uh, the way that, that Justin Tatum and the Hawks have, have, uh, have taken themselves forward throughout the year has been absolutely fascinating to watch. And luckily enough, it will continue to be so as they head into the postseason. Damon, great to chat with you. Your, your passion and your enthusiasm is unrivaled when it comes to this particular team. Uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow at John Kane Arena. See you tomorrow, man. Damon Lowry with us on NBL Now. Thanks for your company. Plenty more coming across the weekend.